This is the FBCG Live podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is entitled, God's Desire for You to Fulfill Your Purpose. Everyone has an assignment from God. The enemy will put obstacles in your way when he knows you're getting close to the purposes for which God created you for. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. I want to pick up on where I left off last week. I talked about how to discover your your destiny. And uh, uh, I preached from Luke chapter 22. And I'm going to ask you to go back to Luke 22 once again. I want to talk about your purpose. And the fact that God desires for everybody to fulfill the purpose for which he created you. Um, and I think I, I want to talk about it because I think there are a lot of people who think that God doesn't have anything for you. But let me tell you, let me, let me, let me assure you that everybody has an assignment from God. And it becomes critical that you recognize what's the reason God placed you here on this planet. He did not place you on the planet for you just to have a job. <laughs> Your, your assignment is much greater than a job. If all I had to look forward to was a job, uh, our lives would be most miserable. But your, your, your purpose for living is much greater than that. And Jesus was talking to the disciples about this. And so in, in Luke 22, I talked last week about the, 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 the disciples bickering among themselves about who was the greatest. They said, which one of them was the greatest? And I think I told you, Last week, they really was talking about who's going to take over the ministry after Jesus is gone. Because Jesus had told them he was, he was going away. He was going to be departing. And, and they were bickering among themselves. And Jesus said, if you want to be great in my kingdom, here's what Jesus said. My kingdom is not like the world's kingdom. The world's kingdom, you push everybody else to the back and elevate yourself to the front. Jesus said, that's not how his kingdom works. His kingdom works that when you, when you go to the back of the line, when you fall on your knees and serve, when you are a servant to others, that's, the, that's how you get elevated in God's kingdom. Y'all do know some people haven't learned that yet. Go on and preach, Pastor. I'm doing the best I can. And so he told them that, listen, y'all don't have to bicker, fight, debate, push each other down. What I like, I say, I'm just rehearsing, rehashing what I said last week. He said, I have... I have bestowed upon you a kingdom. Everybody has something that God is destined for you to have. I don't have to be jealous. I don't want what you got. I don't want your, I don't want your wife. I don't want your house. I don't want your car. I don't want your snotty-nosed kids. I got my own snotty-nosed kids. I don't want nothing you got. God has bestowed on me and you your own realm. The, the, the thing that you are anointed and gifted to do. You've got your own kingdom. But then he continues on uh, while he's talking to the disciples and he says this, and allow me to talk about this because I'm going to preach from verses 31 and 32 today. That's those, just those two verses. Uh, if I could uh, just dive in and try to dig into these two verses for just a moment and what it says to me, allow me to talk to you about this. And, 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 and if I had a subject today, I think I gave it to you. I want to talk about the fact God has a desire for you to fulfill your purpose. He has a, he, he wants you. And, and if God wants that, he's going he's to help make it happen. 
But but the Jesus is talking to the disciples here in in uh, chapter in chapter twenty two and in verse thirty one. The Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brothers. Allow me to talk about this for just a few moments. First of all, I'm let me dive right into it because I want to talk about your purpose. Did I tell you all that already? I want to talk about your purpose. But there's something important you need to know. And the first thing you need to know is that God has specifically called you. It's not a general assignment. It's not a general purpose. God has something specific that he has designated for you. And he's called you. As a matter of fact, it says right here in verse 31 out of all of the disciples sitting around Jesus, hearing him dialogue about this, he turns to, to Simon Peter and says, Simon, Simon. He calls Simon by name. I need to spend a few moments and talk about the fact that he called him by name. He called him out, out of all of the people there. He specifically looks and points and talks to Simon. Why would he call him out by name? Even though, even though when he says, Simon, Simon, when he says, uh, Satan has asked for you, by name, that, that word you is, a, is in the Greek a plural word. So in other words, he's, he's saying, Simon, Simon, uh, Satan has asked for y'all, if I could put it in, in Ebonics, in the, in the street language. He's asked for y'all. But the fact that he called Simon out specifically to get his attention, I want you to know that you, you must be a bad somebody when God calls you out by name. And you, you need to know that God has called you by name. He, he, he has a specific assignment that's designated for you. And he's called you out by name. And, 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 and I think a lot of people don't recognize that. There's a reason why he's called you out by name. He's called you out by name because you are special. <laughs> God is saying there's something specific given to you. He called you out by name. And, and, and so my... my, my um, my daughter coaches uh, college basketball, and uh, her team her team went to the championship last night. They 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 didn't win, sadly. But uh, the fact that they made it to the championship game was great. But one of the reasons they perhaps didn't win is that the other team had defined a plan to constrict one particular player on my daughter's team. They came up with a plan to 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 stop, slow down, defeat hinder the star player on my daughter's team. And so I, I know, I know that every time they went into their little break-off uh, timeouts and had their little huddles, they were talking about, here's what we're going to do to Jasmine. Here's what we're going to do to her. Here's what we're going to do. And, and this is what you all need to understand. When, God, when Jesus points out Simon, he's saying this. He's saying, there's something special about you, so I need to tell you something because you need to know that you are a you are a player maker. You are a game changer. You, 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 are, you so bad that the enemy has targeted you. He's called, Matt, I'm coming to this, I'm running ahead of myself. He's called you out by name. And he, he knows that if you get in your flow, if you get into your purpose, if you function in your anointing, 
He knows that you represent a major threat to his kingdom. And see, that, that's why that joker sitting next to you can't, can't, don't recognize that he's special or she's special, that God's got something anointed for their life. They don't recognize. That's why they can be lackadaisical and halfway participate and not really function and get in the realm of what God has for them to be in because they don't recognize how anointed they are. The, the, you, you, you are bad somebody. When, when you Bradley Bill for the Washington Wizards, you a bad somebody. They got to come up with designs and plays. When you Tom Brady with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you a bad somebody. They got to come up with a plan. And the devils in hell have designed some stuff to hurt you. I'm running ahead of myself. Somebody say, Pastor, don't run ahead of yourself. I'm talking about point two and I'm not even at point two. I'm just trying to get you to understand that you are Dak Prescott. You are Patrick Mahomes. You are the Bradley Bill. God has got an anointing for you that if you get in your realm and in your purpose, that no devil in hell can stop you. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying to you today. Go ahead and preach, Pastor. I'm doing the best that I can. I, I need you to understand that you are, a, you are a playmaker, and so he's called you out by name. He, he, he said, he said uh, uh, John Jenkins, you a bad somebody. And I, I, I needed somebody to tell me that growing up. I didn't understand for a great part of my life that God could even use me or that God had a purpose for me. I felt so unloved, so unwanted. I felt so unnecessary to society and to the world. But one day God spoke to me and said, John Jenkins, I have an assignment for you. And boy, do I like this assignment. I love living this kind of life. I'm living a blessed life. What happened to my guys? <laughs> it's too late. It's all right. Uh, you have a purpose. You have a destiny. You have a, you have a specific, specific. That's the point I want you to get. He, he's called you out because you are special. Simon, Simon. Then he says this. He says, Simon, Simon, uh, indeed, Satan has asked for you. He has asked for you. Uh, the enemy has, his point too, he's targeted you. Now, I need to talk about this. The enemy has targeted you. And, and you need to know this. And this is something... Uh, you need to say to people when you talk to other people who you know are discouraged and frustrated about the, uh, the challenges in life. When you have all hell breaking loose and nothing seems to be going right and problem after problem. Listen, saints, it's an indication that you might be you are headed in the right direction. It, it might be the enemy trying to slow you down. Matter of fact, I am persuaded that the enemy puts obstacles in your way. When he knows that you are getting close to the purposes for which God created you for. Uh, I, I tell people around the country when I go and preach all the time, I tell them this. I say, I know something big about to happen. God's about to elevate me to my next level. I know before I, before I go to the next level that God has for me, all hell breaks loose. Something just don't go right. And instead of me getting frustrated and crying and mad and angry with God, you know what I start doing now? I say, 
let me see what God's, what God's about to do this time. He's about to take me somewhere. He's about to do something for me. He's about to elevate me. We're, our ministry's about to go somewhere else. And I need you to understand that when all hell breaks loose, when it looks like nothing's going right, when you don't have enough money to pay the bills and everything in the house is breaking down, when, you, when your children start misbehaving, when your wife won't give you none, when your, son, when your husband is not treating you right and telling them the money, go on and preach faster. When that happens, I wish I had some help up in here today. I can't wait till we get back because I think if, if I had 4,000 people in here, I think, I think at least 1,000 of them might say, go on and preach, Pastor. I recognize that I, it means I'm about to, to move into something significant. And, and I, need to, I need you to know that. I need you to understand that the devil has targeted you. He just, just like just like my daughter's team got targeted, her, their star player got targeted, and just like in the same way, uh, you've been targeted. You you've been you've been pointed out. All hell has aimed their guns at you. All hell has decided to do whatever it can to stop you, slow you down, trick you, discourage you, frustrate you, make you upset, make you mad, stop you from praying, stop you from reading your word, stop you from being obedient to God. That is the scheme and plot of the enemy. And know that that's what he wants to do. That's his plan. That's what he wants to do. That's his plan. Face your troubles and your trials with the knowledge that no matter what the devil aims at me, God got me. That's what you got to know. God got me. The devil has aimed his guns. Matter of fact, Jesus said he wants to sift you like wheat. He wants to put you through a sifting process. And, and here's all that means. He says they want to make sure you're the real deal. Uh, uh, when, 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 they, when they harvest wheat, they put it through a sifter and they put it through a process to separate the, the, the tares and the shaft, that which is, is, is needless, unnecessary to the wheat. They put it through a process to separate the wheat from the tares and the shaft, the other the things that have attached themselves in the growing process to the wheat so that when it's all said and done, the only thing that remains is wheat. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying to you today. You got to go through a sifting process and God, God, the devil wants to put you through a, a sifting process because here's what the devil is saying. They ain't real. They don't really love God. They're not sold out to him. They, it, matter of fact, the devil told, told the father and said, when Job's situation came, I can make him curse you to your face. I can make him deny you. And Jesus gave the devil permission to go ahead and uh, put him through a certain range of, of, of pain and challenges. And what I love about Job is in spite of what he went through, and regardless of what he went through, he still came out with a mindset that said, I came out of here into this world naked. I'll leave out naked. I'm still, the Lord is given, the Lord is taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know what he did? He worshiped God regardless of the drama that he went through. And that's what God, God's trying to make sure that you are a worshiper and that you are, you are worshiping him regardless of the pain that you go through. I, I need y'all to get that and understand that and embrace that regardless of all the hell that you go through, regardless of the pain and the sifting. You the real deal. Somebody say, I am the real deal. I'm the real deal. 
I am the real deal. I will do the right thing. I will worship God. Come what may, hell or high water, no matter what happens, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, I will magnify God. Worship him and praise him, regardless of what your circumstances might be, because you are the real deal. You believe in him. You know he exists. He's proven himself to you. He's shown himself to you. He's answered your prayers in the past. You know how real our God is. So the scripture says he desires to sift you his wheat. He wants to put you through the ringer and he wants to make you try to make you deny God to your face. But I want to encourage you, saints. Your purpose, our ultimate purpose in life is to give God glory. That's really why God created us is that through the, whatever we go through, we give him glory. We give him praise. And my, my, my encouragement to you today is regardless of your pain, you demonstrate your maturity by not determining your worship based on your emotions or your circumstances or your feelings. You worship God regardless of what's going on around you or even in, inside of you. We worship God at all times regardless of the circumstances that we're faced. So the devil can try to agitate you and frustrate you uh, and he can put you through a sifting process. But it's okay. It's all right for him to do that because we are persuaded and we know that our God is real and he has our back. Here's number three. Let me, let me close with this point three. Is, 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 uh, yes, God has a specific purpose for you. Uh, he has specifically called you for a specific purpose. Yes, the devil has targeted you, but guess what? His point three is in verse 32, but Jesus has prayed for you. <laughs> Here's what I love right here. Jesus has prayed for you. Verse number 32 says, but I have prayed for you. Look at that. Y'all see that? He, his, he, he, oh man, stick a pen right here. He's prayed. He's interceded. He's talk, he has talked to the Father for you, about you. Understand, and, and you know, that's why I don't get frustrated because I know you can ask people to pray for you uh, and they, they will forget about praying for you. Let's be honest. I, people have asked me to pray for them and I forgot all about praying for them and then I see them again and they say, hey, it worked out. I know you prayed for me. Then it dawned on me. I forgot to pray for them. But it's okay. If people forget, Jesus has prayed for you. He's interceded for you. He's, he's talked to the Father on your behalf. He says, I've prayed for you. And look at what he prayed. He prayed for several things. He said, number one, look at here, right here, verse number uh, 30, 30, 32. He says, I prayed, number one, that your faith should not fail. He says, I'm praying that your faith would remain strong and that you'd still believe and that your faith doesn't falter. And that's why I, I, I love the Lord Jesus, because the devil, his ultimate plan is to try to make us question the existence of God. That's what the devil ultimately wants to do, make you doubt, make you question God. But, but, but Jesus says, I've prayed that your faith doesn't fail. Y'all need to remember and remind yourself that your faith is still alive. Your faith is still real. He's prayed that it won't fall by the wayside. You, you have to remind yourself, I still believe, even though my emotions might be all over the place, and even though I might be going through some drama, I still believe in a God who will deliver me and bring me out. 
He says, I've prayed for you, but he didn't stop there. He says, not only did I pray for you, he says also this in verse number 32. He says, and when you have returned to me, when you have returned to me. Now, this is a specific thing and deal here. Let me spend just a few moments talking about this. Because when Jesus turned to Simon Peter and called him out by name, he knew that in just a few moments, in just a, a little while, Peter would deny him. And guess what? Jesus already knows about the seasons in your life when you have backslid, when you've walked away from God, when you haven't prayed or been in your word or communed with God like you should. Y'all stop acting like y'all ain't never backslidden. Y'all are backsliders. Some of y'all are in a backslidden condition right now. You, you, he, he, he knows that we have and will have those seasons in our life. He knows that. He understands that we are but human. That's not an excuse. But the bottom line is he knows that we are in our flesh. And he knows in our flesh we will falter and miss the mark and mess up. That's what I love about God. He keeps on giving me another chance. <laughs> he keeps on giving me another opportunity. He keeps on bringing me back. And, and he says, and I like this, he says, he knew that Peter was going to deny him. He knew that Peter was going to uh, fail him. But he says, when you have returned to me, let me speak to somebody here today who needs to return back to God. I'm trying to, I'm trying to reach out to somebody whose heart is not right with God, who is doing some things you shouldn't be doing and thinking things you shouldn't be thinking and engaging in activities you shouldn't be engaged in and connecting with people you shouldn't be connected to. I'm trying to preach and declare to you, come home. Come back. Return. Come back to God as quick as you can. Tomorrow is not promised. Today is not promised. Come back, I make the appeal. Come back to Jesus. I make the call. He says, and when you have returned, I like that. Notice it didn't say, if you have returned. He says, when you have returned. Everybody in this, in this camp, everybody is going to have those seasons and these times, but there is a time when when you will return. Some of you have disconnected from church. But guess what? Even in this pandemic, you can still be connected even though you, you're not here. I, I'm grateful that God has worked it out in our lifetime that we can still be connected even though we're not physically in the same room. That's how awesome our God is. He's worked it out that we can remain connected even though we are physically disconnected. That's great. That's marvelous news. And I praise God. And I, and I want y'all, here's what I want you to keep in mind. Some of you know people who have disconnected from God. Some of you know some people, and here's what I believe. Here's what I'm persuaded about. I'm persuaded that when a person gets disconnected from God, that there's a little voice deep down in their spirit, that's the, the voice of the Holy Spirit, saying to them every day, Come home! <laughs> Get back! Return! I think there's a voice of God telling them time after time after time and you can play a role in reminding them that it's time for them to come back home. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but it's time for you to come back home. It's time for you to rededicate. It's time for you to get right with God. It's time to be, to, for you to renew your walk and renew your faith. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, and, and guess what? 
And you know what he says? I'm almost finished. I'm almost, I'm coming to a close. He says this in verse 32. He said, I prayed for you and I prayed that your faith won't fail. And I prayed that you'll return to me. And when you have returned, he says this, strengthen your brethren. There's the third and final point. Strengthen your brother. You see that right there? Strengthen your brother. Strengthen those around you. I'm bringing you back uh, so you can help others get to where God wants them to be. Now, let me close. Let me close with this because I, I, I had to recognize this at some juncture in my life that there were some things that I went through in my life that I didn't understand why I went through them. But now I understand as I look back at those things that God allowed me to go through them so that when I went through them, uh, after I went through them, when I got to a place to where I am today, that I would encounter some people who would go through the same things I've gone through. And God says, I want you to help them and strengthen them so they can make it through when they go through. Y'all, you understand what I'm saying? I, I, I guess what I'm trying to tell you is God wants to use you through your, what you've gone through or maybe what you're even going through. God wants to use you to have the ability to help somebody else go through what they're going through. I didn't understand that while I was going through it, but I can look back now and I know now that I had to go through it so I can help you, so I can help somebody else. And you are being called to help somebody else make it through whatever they're going through. So go through it with a smile on your face. Go through it and learn what it is God wants you to go through. Go, go through it and still give God the praise. Go through it and still worship him. Go through it and still give him a shout and give him the glory. Go through it and lift up your hands while you're in the middle of it and give God the praise. Go through it and say the Lord has given and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Go through it and worship him anyway and then help somebody else get through it. You do have a purpose. You do have an assignment. You do have a destiny. God has called you and anointed you and gifted you and empowered you for the sake of his kingdom. And my assignment here today for these few moments I have is to remind you and to preach to you and declare to you that God has specifically given you a purpose. He desires for you to fulfill that purpose and he will help you. I'm so grateful that the Father is receiving prayers about you right now. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but whoever you is, whoever you are, whoever you is, Jesus prayed for you. Jesus is praying for you. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. He has specifically called you by name to fulfill his purpose for you. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.